Welcome to The Right Now Show. My name is Zach Day, and on the show, we have real, deep, and unfiltered conversations. Yeah. I thought I was going to die. I thought of one thing, bro. Not the things I did do, but the things I didn't do. If you love yourself enough, then you're going to call yourself out. Don't ever, ever, ever let the false sense of fear interfere with your life. The purpose of this show is to help you gain perspective on life, to help you become more intelligent, and to inspire all the people out there that are complacent with their life right now to get up and actually go for your real dream. So what do you want to talk about today, boys? So pretty much, um, the last time we were all together, we didn't do any of this shit that we did. I think yeah. the Jake was coming up on his Iron Man, but he was still like two months out. Yeah. So, but we've done a lot since then. Jake did his Iron Man September 16th, 2023. Me and Zach ran the 50 miler on October 14th, and I did my 100 miler December 2nd. Um, I mean, it's been it's been a while, dude. But I kind of just wanted to go like person by person, and just kind of reflect on the journeys and answer some questions on. Dang, what, K Money takeover yeah, on the podcast on what, today. On what you know, <clears throat> what. Just answer some like general questions and what I'm sure people are curious about, you know. Sure. Um, I mean, I don't have like specific questions, just kind of general like topics to cover. You know what I mean? But I figured, Jake, since you went first, we'll just figure we just start with you. Sweet dude, I got to lead this off. What'd you do? <laughs> Talk to like a bad dog. <laughs> bad dog. What'd you do? What'd you do, boy? <laughs> Um, so I'm kind of just going to throw some random shit at you and you can take it where, wherever you want to go. But, um, the biggest, not really the biggest, but I have a personal big question for you, but that'll be down the line. Um, start off with a bang, bro. Well, I, I'll start off with my first point. My first bullet point here is training, but I have some things just to go off of that. So like. How did how did you go about your training being a first, this was your first triathlon? Like how did you come about the knowledge of how to train, where to start? How like, you know, how did you get to the point if I have to do X amount of time on the bike, X amount of time in the pool, brick workouts, stuff like that? Did you was it just like were you looking stuff up online? Did you reach out to people, a little bit of both, or did you just wing it? How'd you go about doing that, being a first time triathlete? I did a lot of everything because I didn't know anything. The only thing I knew was, like, the running part. But when you integrate it with the triathlon stuff, it's a little different because you can't just only run. Right. And uh, so I did I did a little bit of both. Like, I would do a lot of research. I would look up YouTube videos. Like, Nick Baird did his uh, Iron Man, so I looked at a lot mm-hmm. of his training. Um, I followed a lot of, like, like professional triathletes like Leon, uh, Leon Sanders, uh, Sanders. Yeah. He's, like, a, a top elite triathlete. I mean, those guys are different, like, with the volume and everything, but just, like, right. the way they split up their like workouts. Like, their structure. Yeah, like, like with brick, like brick workouts where you do the swim and bike or you do a bike and a run in one day. But it was a lot of uh, trial and error. That's kind of how it is with everything. Yeah, first time. Yeah, it's your first time, and you really don't know because you don't know how your body's going to react to it. Mm-hmm. And plus trying to learn, like – how to do the swimming was the like one of the hardest parts. Your biggest obstacle you'd say in training? Yeah, because I mean I had to put a lot of time in the pool and I didn't know the like proper technique or like 
how to really swim like efficiently. Right. And that just came with trial and error. Um, I did a lot of research in YouTube videos of people swimming, and um, that helped me out a lot with just like simple tips to, to integrate that. Yeah. But that that was really about it. It was just about a, like falling on my face all the time. <laughs> and literally, I did fall pretty much on my face out in the Ironman. But um, yeah, and the same thing with the bike too, because the bike is, it's everyone can pretty much ride a bike, but when you do it at like a certain like level with distance yeah. pacing yourself and technique and form it's uh it's a little different it's a little hard but yeah dude literally just time trial and error and then just building up weekly mileage that was really about it okay um take take me through take us through is that you can chime in here wherever you want your most like basic just like an average what would an average week look like sunday through Saturday in terms of your training? Um, well, I mean, for the Ironman, it's, uh, it was three bikes, three swims, three runs pretty much. And I would, uh, I would combine them for a brick workout. Like I would do two brick workouts a week. Okay. So say, say Sunday I did swim. So I did a swimming session and I would have a certain amount of mileage for each respective sport for that week. Right. So like this week I'd say I had to do four miles of swimming for the week. I would do one, um, like, like form training, like swimming session. It was just like an easy swim where I just focused on my technique. And then the next swim session would be like on a Wednesday and that would be more of distance. And then the third one would be for speed. So I would get my heart rate up higher. I would, I would pick up my pace a little bit more, but it wouldn't be as long. And then, so like that was say Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday. Mm -hmm. And then on Monday, I would do a run, and then uh, Tuesday, I would do a bike. Wednesday is a swim. Thursday would be a bike and a run. And then Friday would be uh, the swim, I think, again. And then Saturday would be a long I – would, I would throw in a long session. So, like, say I did a long bike. So, you know how you do your, your long runs, like your weekend long runs? Right. For, like, marathon training? It's the same thing for that. Just, like, you just – extend the mileage but you do at a, a lower pace gotcha yeah. i have a question um how fast did your confidence build like as you trained because obviously in the beginning you signed up for an ironman never done anything like that before you never biked or swam you just ran one marathon um after you trained for x amount of time how fast did your confidence build be like yo i actually got this have you ever wanted to start your own podcast or do you already have your own podcast? Well, I'm sitting in a place right now called The Podcast House, which is located in East Nashville, Tennessee. And we have people come in and we shoot their entire podcast and we edit their podcast and supply them with social media content. If you want to start your podcast or if you want to get your podcast recorded professionally, then go on Instagram at thepodcast.house and DM us the word podcast. That's thepodcast.house and DM us the word podcast. This podcast is also sponsored by Right Now Productions, where we help you bring your purpose and vision to life through filmmaking. We film events, brand videos, commercials, social media content, mobile podcast studio, and a lot more. If you're interested, go on my personal Instagram at I am Zach Day and DM me the word story, and I'll get you more details. Let's get back to the show. I mean, it grew, but I never... I never had the full confidence that yeah. I was going to finish it because, I mean, 
tackling an Ironman is in itself, even if you're an experienced triathlete, like doing sprints or Olympic distance, it's still a tough feat just yeah. for your your mental, like, to push through all that all that time and that pressure. Right. I mean, because you spent all this, I spent months, I spent seven, eight months training for this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have, it's not one shot, but that's how it was in my mind, like, I have one shot to do this, so I can't I can't fuck it up. Yeah, you got one day. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. But I mean, my confidence definitely grew with the training, especially with like how confident I was with the swim. I knew it would, like even though I didn't do the two point four mile swim because there was an issue on race day with the water. The water uh like was really bad that day. There mm-hmm. was a hur- it was a hurricane. Yeah. And the water was it's out of your control. It was out of my control. But either way, I showed up that day prepared for 2.4, no matter what. Yeah. Um, but and then the bike, I wasn't worried about the bike at all. I knew I could do that. But it was how I felt after the bike I was worried about because you have a whole, a whole marathon you got to yeah. do. And you're like, oh, after I'm already 112. Yeah. You're already <laughs> sweaty, salty. And you're like, what the fuck? Fuck it. Yeah. I want to know, like, what are some of the thoughts you had as you were training for your first Ironman? Like, the that inner bitch that we all know about that that voice that's trying to tear you down what were some of those thoughts um honestly the, the iron man training really got me into touch with that inner bitch <laughs> i made that shit my fucking my bitch exactly <laughs> yeah. i mean you show up every fucking day with that discipline always it yeah. changes you yeah yeah it, it really like it was just another day like like cuz i knew what i had to do mm-hmm. and it didn't it did it not. Done, man. Yeah, it didn't affect me really because, <coughs> yeah, it, so it wasn't a big factor. My biggest question was because pe- people that have never done it before don't really understand, but how was it juggling training while working a night shift job? Mm, yeah, not even that. It was the like the actual training for an Ironman is so hard to do logistically. Yeah, because I mean. You have to when you bike. You can I don't want to. I choose not to bike on the road because we, right. we had um, Jake on the podcast. Shout out Jake. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget your Instagram handle, but he uh, he did it half. He was doing half Ironman training and he got hit by a car. Yeah, and that that scared the shit out of me when I saw that because I was like, yeah, that, I'm not doing that. Fuck so that. so I have to I have to go to like a, a a bike track and it's like 45. The nearest one that's like good to go to is 45 minutes away from me. So I had to drive. <laughs> 45 minutes there, 45 minutes back, yeah. three times a week, and uh, go and do three, four, five-hour bike sessions. You know, I'm gone for literally <laughs> the whole day right. just doing biking. Yeah. Um, How so, is that juggling a night shift? Though? And then, Yeah, and the night like, shift. Mm-hmm. I was, you want to try and, I mean, my man here can fucking sleep. Usually, you want to at least try and beat the sun coming up because it makes it easier to fall asleep. But would you typically train after work, before work, or would you just get it done wherever you had to get it done? Yeah, it depends on what my work schedule was like. So say I worked three days in a row or three nights in a row. Yeah. Like say I worked Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Um, I would still train before work, but I would do like the shorter sessions first just to kind of so I can get it in and fit it in. Like my uh, strength training and my swimming because swimming doesn't take that long. Yeah. But on the days that I was off, I would, slip, I would fl- uh, flip my sleep schedule. So I would be up during the day. So I can actually go out and go for a run or go for the bike, <laughs> and it sucked because you know yeah, I would it's have hard to, as fuck. Yeah, because <laughs> I would have to stay up during the day when I'm already 
off of you know no sleep right and uh sometimes i would throw in training sessions when i'm exhausted Mm -hmm. um but most of the time i would just try and just push it out and uh yeah Yeah, it was tough it was tough man that was actually the hardest part um just trying to flip and just like get the training sessions in even though i only work three days a week i mean it's not people will say it's not that hard but it's it's a lot to when, you, when your sleep to balance, flips, dude. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot to balance. I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of points when, especially when you're trying to flip your sleep, like you're up for 24 hours, you know. Oh yeah, just so you can fucking train. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you look back on it now, that sounds fucking like I just gotta train, bro. So I gotta stay up. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta thug that shit out. Yeah, you gotta thug it out, dog. Um, I mean, we kind of hit on this because you said the swimming was, like, the toughest thing for you. Um, But was there ever, like, a moment, like, a low moment or something that was just really fucking hard during training? Like, a hump that you just had to get yourself over? Yeah. Yeah, it was the the one month from race day. One month? Yeah, one month. Uh, Because at that point, I was already peaked, and it was on the come down. Like, I was trying to taper. Yeah. And at that point, I already felt like I did everything. So I was, like... Just mentally, I'm like, ugh. Like, I'm already done. Like, I'm not going to go and do. Right. So I probably didn't have a proper taper, but I think it actually helped me out. Because I know for the marathon, I did not taper properly at all. And it messed me up with, like, m- like injuries and stuff. So I, I was able to rest. You're talking about, like, just when you ran the Philly Marathon? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Philly Marathon in November. Um, but, yeah, that I learned that proper rest is the most is really important. I mean, David Goggins will shit on me for this, but fucking rest is two fucking days. But it's for me. It was true because I I I think I avoided a lot of injuries that would have came up mm-hmm. if I didn't taper, you know. And uh, so mentally, it was hard for me to go from absolutely doing everything to nothing. What well, um, what did you what measures or like actions, whatever did you take? for injury prevention during the prep um definitely a lot of stretching and strength training and uh functional movement so i did a lot i mean you know i did a lot of kettlebells a lot of the kettlebell movement stuff is huge for preventing like injuries so doing functional movements like squats and doing uh like atg uh split squats yeah and uh getting the range of motion of strength through that whole stretch so like when you're doing a lunge, you really try and get Full the stretch. Bend. Yeah, and you can add some weight in there too. So like stuff like that is what really prevented it. And also the bike, because when you're only running, it like it you get overuse injuries so easy. Mm-hmm. And definitely, uh, yeah. And the bike helped out a lot with the strength part of my legs and my and my butt. So all of that in, like combined really helped a lot. Oh yeah. Before uh before we get into the the race itself. Was there any, did you change anything about your nutrition, hydration, leading up to the race, throughout training? Did you change any of that at all? Or was it all pretty much, you just kind of kept doing what you were doing? Or did you tweak anything coming up to race day? Like, how'd you go about your nutrition and hydration that way? Um, I only did, a, I did uh, tests throughout my training. So, like, on days that were longer training sessions, I would treat it as if it were the race. So, I would eat what I would probably eat, like, for the race day and just see how I felt for the morning energy wise and if my stomach hurt or anything like that um but I at first when I started training back in 
think it was like January or February. Uh, I would I was on a strict like not a lot of carbs. I wouldn't do a lot of carbs. But right. when you're building up to that much cardio and doing like you know 12, 13, 14 hours a week, you need it. You need the carbs. So at that at some points, I was just like after the race or after my uh, training sessions, dude, you can eat whatever you Feasting, want. Feasting, bro. Yeah, you can literally eat whatever. Drench, is, drench the meat and honey. <laughs> Dude, and so good, man. Dude, and <laughs> dude, so good, bro. People yeah. will never know, bro. Oh, ground beef and this honey on top. Oh, some raw unfiltered honey, dude, goes a long way. Yo, I'm hungry, bro. Dude, <laughs> yeah. it's funny, dude. People offer me stuff at work. They're like, oh, do you want this? I'm like, oh, wait, never mind. You're the athlete. I'm like, dude, I can eat whatever. It's the like, fuck bitch, I give want. me two of them. Yeah, like, come on. <laughs> I'm an animal. <laughs> all right, man. Um, so I mean, I know we could sit here all day and talk about the lead up, but. Let's just get to it, man. Wait, wait. Also, a big part of the training was being sober. I was going to ask about that. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I did, that went right over my head. Yeah. So uh, I think it was in May, yeah. late May. Uh, so I definitely I would drink with, obviously, with the boys and with- uh, Always got to drink with the boys. Yeah. And, you know, just like social gatherings and stuff. But I cut all that out, all the alcohol. I think I was sober for three and a half months. But also like like nicotine, like those those vapes, bro, they fuck you up. I was doing that for a little bit, and then dude, I could not. I was like, I had to stop, and I did. I stopped, and I haven't done it since. Yeah, R.I.P. Your lungs, homie. Yeah, <laughs> but um, and then also weed, weed was an issue too. I got rid of that. So <coughs> all of that, I haven't done any of that since, except for the alcohol. I celebrated a little bit after. Mm-hmm. Got to, dude. Iron Man. Yeah, I did too. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the big. That was the biggest. That was a really big part. Was that hard being sober? It was for the first like two, two or three weeks, at least for like the like the vaping and the weed, but the alcohol I got rid of no problem. You don't even, you don't even realize it's like addictive. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you're just like, fuck. Honestly, <laughs> no. Honestly, I did realize it was very addictive, but I just didn't did really it anyway. about it. Yeah, <laughs> I just I just like uh, let it go. He's like, yeah, I like it. But when you like me and Zach went out to Nashville, and d- it's so hard to stay sober in Nashville dude, when you're out in downtown. I wouldn't even want to. <laughs> dude, it was rough. <laughs> Sounds stupid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Being sober out, like going out to clubs. Like I, I told mm. Zach, I'm like, I don't even want to go out anymore. I don't either, man. Yeah, because, like very rarely, you know. <laughs> yeah. You just need K money to come around. You'll bury it. Yeah. I'll bully you into it. It don't take much. Dude, I had him doing a chop I mean, button yeah, I'm, no time I'm, the other day. Well, I got you to do that. <laughs> I went both ways, bro. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'll do it if you do it. <laughs> yeah. That's how it goes. Oh, uh, dude, take us right to the race, bro. Night before, day of. How, how were you feeling? What were the nerves like? Did you want to throw up? Did you feel nothing? Not what was going on? I actually felt really calm, which is like relieving because I, I didn't know like the first like the the last two weeks like leading up into the race i was like like my energy levels were so high my anxiety levels were so high i was just like just like fucking ready let's go let's go yeah and then on like like the night before i actually i was there i showed up two days before race day and like got the briefings and stuff right, right. i was still at that energy level but then the day before i was actually very calm there it is oh my god where they at um but yeah i was very calm i I went to sleep very early um but i i didn't get like very good quality of sleep it was probably just from being in a different different place yeah i know what you mean yeah but uh and then the morning of you know i did all my pre-race rituals got everything ready um the like the (laughs) i did have a little anxiety just like 
making sure I had everything with me and make sure I didn't forget anything because you have to drop bags off for the Ironman races right. before the race so that when you're in your transitions, you have everything in your bag ready for you. Right. And you have to bring extra stuff just in case because you don't know how it's going to be out there. You know, anything can change during it's the true. race. So, yeah. Um, if you guys want to see this video, by the way, <laughs> it's on YouTube already. Yep. Jake's full Iron Man. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, buddy. So, what was... Did, one, did you do anything to mentally prepare for the race at all? And what was your mindset going into it? Um, yeah, I I wouldn't say I like consciously did anything to mentally prepare for it. I was just very confident with myself going into it just because of the work that I put in. I was going to say, do you think the... I, I kind of got ahead of myself. Do you think the mental preparedness just kind of came with the training? They're absolutely. like hand in hand. Yeah, absolutely. And when you're out there on your long, you know, bike rides or long runs or even in the swim, because you can't listen to anything when you're swimming. It's just you and the water. You and the water, man. And um, yeah, you have a lot of thoughts that go through your head. So um, that all of that came through with just the the preparation. And uh, I just felt I just felt ready. I knew that I was gonna be able to get this done. Fuck yeah, dude. What was your why to do this race? Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, <laughs> it's anytime that someone asks me that it's it always goes back to what drew said because it's so fucking true because mm-hmm. i fucking can dude yeah <laughs> not just that i mean you said uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's there's so many reasons why like you can mm-hmm. always you can list a bunch of things i mean obviously like for like preparing like honestly the biggest thing for me was preparing for life because life is one of the hardest things that you can experience no matter what, because you're gonna feel the lows, you're gonna feel the highs, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, you just gotta ride that wave of whatever it is. Like just because you're in a low, like say you're in the race and you're feeling fucking horrible, like you're like, how am I gonna get this done? Like I, I can't even walk or whatever. You, you just have to have that that mindset. Just let you have that mindset of just don't give up now. Just take one step at a time. Left foot, right foot, left foot. Just mm-hmm. keep going and. Uh, that was really about it because it was just about the, like preparing for life. Yeah. Did you think uh, like a higher power or anything like played into factor with anything? Like, did you rely on that or did you rely like just solely on yourself? No, no. I, I wouldn't say it was a higher power. Uh, I rode on the uh, gratitude wave of the whole thing because yeah. for me, like when you're in, like if you go, like if you've ever seen videos of Iron Man's, you'll see. I think actually in my video too, there's people uh, like with quadriplegia or yeah. um, like like deficits that mm-hmm. they're not able to do the race, but they're still doing it. Like there's people with quadriplegia that are doing the Ironman, like pulling other people yeah. on them, doing the whole thing. Like they're Crazy. doing they're doing the swim, pulling a a, a kayak behind them. <laughs> Doing a two point four mile That's swim, crazy. and then That's they're doing, and then they have a two a two like a saddled uh, bike, mm-hmm. and they're yep. doing one hundred and twelve miles, and then they have a push like mm-hmm. like roller thing. Yeah, we saw that. It's crazy. It's man. unbelievable. Yeah. But like in my like when I look at that, and I'm like, oh my god, like I have two working feet, I have two working arms. Yeah. Like I can I could do this. Like why? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm it always just, puts like, it in the perspective. Yeah, it's just the feeling of being blessed. Which that, that could be, you can consider that a higher power. Like someone's yeah. looking after me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what that's actually what the biggest part of what got me through was just nice. being gra- like grateful and mm-hmm. being blessed to be to be a part of the whole thing. Yeah, fuck you, yeah, dude. 
I mean, you guys felt the energy when you guys were out there, yeah. right? Yeah. Dude, the crowd. The I fucking love the Iron Man energy. It's mm-hmm. good. I talk about it to everyone that asks. Like, there, it, it's it's hard to describe unless you know you've obviously been there, or you've been a part of just a community like that. Because that's what it, it feels like. You're just part of a community. I mean, when we were sitting there during his marathon. Me, you, and uh, like Brian, Steph, we're just talking yeah. like random people as if we've known them forever. Like, oh yeah, my husband's doing this. Well, my son's doing blah. Oh my god, this. How about how they do that? Blah 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 blah. And we're just like, everyone's just like, fuck yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah. Let's go. We're doing it. Like, there's a lot of people there. <laughs> there too. was, and there's man. like stuff to do. Like there's like food that you can get there. Yeah. Um, the finish line's pretty sick with like all the lights and like the carpet that they oh, put down. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. The fucking bell, the dude. I wanted the ring. I couldn't <laughs> even do it, man. Yeah, just get out there, give it a little tug. It's you like know? a legit experience. It's not. Yeah. It's not like a marathon or like one of the races that we've done. Like that's that's pretty like old yeah. fashioned, I guess you could say. Dude, this I, is very modern. Yeah, everyone was in. Even the even the police were into it, man. That were there. The one I saw the one dude had a little bell. He was fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, He's like, yeah, you got it, <laughs> dude. I was uh, I was at like like mile hundred and five on the bike and uh, i'm going to like turn the left going around this corner and there's a they blocked one of the part of the road and there's two cops sitting there yeah they're like come on come on you got it let's go and i'm sitting there i'm like i don't like go i'm like i'm never riding a bike again and they just start going <laughs> yeah <laughs> me either <laughs> yeah they, the camaraderie is amazing it's uh and when you i mean you guys are talking to the community out there what the spectators watching it but even the the athletes doing the Ironman, you're still talking to the other athletes. Oh, yeah, like, dude. I was like, I had conversations on the bike with people, conversations while running, getting to know people where they're from. Even yeah. though you're suffering and you're almost de- <laughs> like you're dying. You just want to get to know them, dude. Yeah, dude. Like you still, <laughs> like you got to find a way to distract yourself. That's so. it. Yeah. And it was, it was good to know those people. Yeah. In that time. Hell yeah, brother. It was a lot of fun, man. It was one of the best times. Really was. So, would you, was, how did, uh, hold on, let me pull my notes here, because I rephrased it, because I knew, I, I wrote it down, because I knew I would fuck it up if I tried to say off the top of my head. Okay. The Iron Man experience, in terms of the whole race, especially now, looking back on it, science sites, it was 2020. Was it better, worse, or was it exactly what you thought it was going to be? It was better. Better? Oh, it was a lot better. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot better. Why do you think that is? Um, to be honest, I thought I was going to be crawling <laughs> at some point. I kind of prepared for that. Just fucking skull dragging <laughs> his way to the finish line. <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect it to go as well. They as, don't as fucking it know me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude. I, I even told you uh, when I was at like mile 40 on the bike, I was feeling very fatigued. And my hydration and my nutrition was on point. Like, I had a problem with actually having to go to the bathroom. Like, I was, I almost pissed myself so many times. Hell yeah. But, like, everything was in place, but I was just tired. And uh, by mile 80, I felt way better, which is, you wouldn't think yeah. so. I'm already, I remember you telling me that. Yeah. At, by mile 80, I was feeling really good. And I was like, wow. Like, I just hit, it, like, a huge, huge wave at that point. So, I just rode, rode that until, you know, the next one came. Did you, throughout the, the race... Did you have any big, like, mental breakthroughs or mental unlocks or kind of like an aha moment at all when you were going throughout? Um, yeah. Honestly, the biggest aha moment was just, um, 
if you just you're gonna feel those those times when you just don't want to do it anymore. You're the just lows, like, ah, I'm done with this. But like, you still have work to do. And when you prove to yourself that you can make another step, and you can make another step, yeah, that like aha moment. Like, if I just keep going, I can get this done. That's that's like the biggest thing that yeah. I really felt. But the whole experience was really just just really fun. It really genuinely was just fun to yeah. do. That was the biggest part. I just genuinely had a great time doing it. What um about where at in the race was that that low point for you where you're kind of just like fuck this? Uh mile 13 on the uh run. That really? was Really? Halfway through, huh? Or mile 11 or 12. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. That was I was I had like I just bonked. And I I did kind of mess up a little bit on my hydration nutrition. And um <laughs> Yeah, I just spit everywhere. This guy, this guy. I'm trying to sneeze. Oh. I have to sneeze, and it just won't come out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude, I was I was really feeling it. I had to walk for like half a mile. Yeah, I was I was so tired, but I rehydrated, refueled, and then I got back after it. Fuck yeah, buddy! I remember you telling me that. I also remember when you uh, told me you brought the shit your pants. What was your what was the <laughs> <laughs> that was that was bad. What was your favorite moment throughout the whole Ironman? <laughs> My favorite moment? Yeah. The start. Just the start? The start. Interesting. Not you you the, like the start better than the end? Yeah. I really did because when you uh well that feeling. Yeah, so because the water was so bad at the swim, they had to instead of getting like everyone to just run into the water and you can just go. They had to do a single filed line to make sure that everyone was okay because the water was really rough. Yeah. So, but I was waiting there for two hours and oh. I, had to, I had to pee so bad because I was already hydrated going into it and we couldn't go to the bathroom because we're all in a line waiting to go up and swim. Drew would have pissed. Oh, dude. I would have, dude. I was in a wetsuit already. Fuck it. Oh, did you? Well, you're, yeah, you wear a wetsuit oh, fuck to yeah. start. Yeah. Fuck it. Yep. You're right. I definitely would have pissed. But yeah, it's the, it's when they say go. And then you start walking into the water, and you're about to go, and you know that everything ahead of you is just started. You're gonna yeah. be there for a you're long time. You're literally just time. beginning. Yep. <laughs> so that was that was my favorite part. You just gotta train all day, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite part. What was uh, what was your your what would you say is like your your biggest win out of that whole thing, the biggest dub you took home? Um. Honestly, I wouldn't. I don't know if I got a dub i mean i learned from it but it was honestly just the experience itself that yeah that just created a, a like a lifetime thing that i will always think about it's always that first one that you do that you always remember oh yeah dude that, why why do you want to do it in the first place well it was i always like to challenge myself and do something and uh that you know scares me and pushes me to be a better person and uh doing the iron man going right into triathlons, which I never did, was, you know, something that scared the shit out of me. And, uh, yeah, that, that was, it was, it was, it was really just an incredible experience. I, I have nothing else to say. That's really about well, here, it. Here's the thing, just to take them back a little bit, the, the thing you did before it was uh, a marathon. And I, I think you were shooting for like a 3.30 time and you ended up, hurting your knee and your hip and like i think you finished in like five hours it was like right five, so pretty pretty painful experience i remember your dad 
coming from behind you, like throwing his coat on you and you just fucking limped your way to the finish line. And then you got off of that and you signed up for not a half Ironman, but a full Ironman after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, actually, I signed up for the ultra marathon. Can't forget about that. Oh, true. The 50K. True. Yeah, we can't forget about that. None we of sleep a, on that a none lot, of us, None of us trained on that, but yeah. We just true. showed up. Yep. Yeah. But still, I mean, that that's a huge leap. Like, what made you think you could just make that leap, you know, after, I wouldn't say failing, you you finished the marathon, but, like, it didn't really go as planned. And you're like, fuck it. You failed your personal goal. <laughs> yeah, you're like, fuck it, let's do an, uh, an Ironman, which whole fucking marathon after 112 miles and 2.4 mile swim yeah yeah um so what's going through your head there well my uh my biggest motivators to like give me the mindset that i can do it was my friends and my family mm-hmm. you know just being there to support me and uh just pushing me every day like my my grandfather was is a huge supporter of me yeah um he uh oh we always talk like we're out like in the in the living room something like nine o'clock at night and we just talk for like two hours mm-hmm. and we talk a lot about you know the marathon goals stuff like that and uh he's always he's always been like a supporter of me he's like oh you got this you can do this i know you can mm-hmm. and that was a big thing and obviously you guys too like yeah. uh drew and the 50 miler you doing the 50 miler you guys just always push me no i like I, I had something in me but i didn't know i had it and you guys just showed me that let I, me you remember in after you finished the Iron Man, you put up that caption when we were on your porch that night. So let me take you back to my point of view when we were sitting on your porch that night. Sitting there talking, what's next? Just ripping stogies, being some fucking boys. It's what we do, right? Get the nick rolling in you. We probably had some whiskey, whatever. But we're talking and you know, he's talking we're talking about future goals. That's like when I first thought about, you know, I, I just finished the 50 for the first time two months before you just were fucking like, I don't know, two weeks removed from your um, your marathon. You were still fucked up. We're just talking about what's next. Maybe another marathon. You're like, oh, maybe just do the half iron, man. And then and I was like, fuck that. I'm like, dude, if you're going to do it, just fucking do it. Like if you're going to go into the triathlon world. No better way than to find out who you are than to just fully immerse yourself in the fucking triathlon world. You're going to, because my point of view was, if you're not going to do it now, you're just going to co- keep finding ways to tiptoe around it. Well, let me go just do a half Ironman. All right, well, maybe now I'll, I'll do one for time. Well, maybe I'll, I'll want to try to beat that. Maybe I'll just, and you're just going to co- keep finding ways to just be like, because eh, that extra leap is scary. And it was mm-hmm. just, in my head, I was like, dude, I was like, fuck that. I'm like, you want to find out what you're made of? Do the whole fucking thing. It's for no one else but you. And that's why I said it. And that, that was like my point of view. I'm like, if you want to do it, then just fucking do it. Mm-hmm. You don't need permission. Like, I know, I, I understand where you're coming from, kind of how you said, almost kind of like trying to get like my approval. Not that you were, but just kind of like throwing out a feeler, like what if I did this? And you, dude, you could fucking tell me you want to go fucking flip burgers for a living. I'll be like, dude, fuck yeah, dude. But you're going to flip the best fucking burgers. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, fuck it. But you're going to do the whole fucking thing. Right. And you're going to see what you're made of. Mm-hmm. And that's, that was my point of view from that whole thing. It was just, why not? You know? Well, dude, you have to have friends like Drew. Because, <laughs> like, 
in that time, it was like two hours or two weeks after the marathon, and I can failed miserably. But like, you still had that belief that I had to, you know. Yeah, dude. Because I'm not gonna sit there and fucking. Like, oh, well, I'm sorry you didn't reach your goal, man. You'll get them next time. It's like, no, nah, dude, fuck that. You didn't get it. Whatever. Let's go do the next thing. Mm-hmm. And no, no one gives a. No one actually cares. Yeah. I'm sorry. No one gives a fuck. You failed. We'll get it next time, buddy. What's next? <laughs> That's right. all it is. You yeah. know. Yeah, you weren't putting. You were putting up with no bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was like. I, te- I, was, it, I was teetering. I was like, yeah, maybe another marathon, maybe half Ironman if I want to. And you were like, fuck that. Go do it. Whatever you were going to decide to do, all that mattered to me was that you were just fucking fully invested in it, though. Mm-hmm. Not not just because, uh, well, I failed. I, I want to, I did five hours this marathon. I want to do like 450 this one. Like, no, dude, we're going for it. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. And fuck, here we are. Drew, say there's someone on the fence listening right now. They're on the fence, like, you know, should I sign up for whatever the fuck it is, marathon, yeah, or maybe it's not even in the athletic realm at all? Can you like challenge them to Dude. like go for it? I mean, I can sit here, I can say whatever I want. Ultimately, they have to be one. They they have to be willing, and they have to really want it. Like, I could have told Jake to do the full Ironman, but if he didn't want to do it, he wouldn't have done it. Yeah, he didn't have to take my advice, so to speak. If I mean, if you, I think if you just, <coughs> if something's weighing on your mind, especially for a long period of time, like you just can't get it off your mind, I feel like that's not for nothing. Mm-hmm. And if you want it, just fucking go after it. What's the worst thing that happens? You fail? Okay, what do you fucking do? Is it going to suck? Yeah, it sucks. We've all failed. Does it hurt? Yeah. Is it going to sting for probably a while? Probably. Mm-hmm. So what? Yeah. You fucking, you move on, you grow, you learn. And either just fucking get back after it again or go find the next thing. Yeah. It's not the end of the world, dude. Just because you fail, you're not dead. Right. You know what I mean? But whatever, man. I'm past that. Yeah, you grow so much from those experiences, too. Like, Jake, like, you could have, after that marathon, you could have just sat down and pouted, be like, this shit ain't for me, bro. I'll just go back to weightlifting. Could have, man. And then think about after the Iron Man. Think about how much fuck, like, now, like, how your mindset changed. Well, now I did the Iron Man. What the fuck's next? Like, that, that you fucking leveled up so much just from completing that one thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not, like, like you almost feel invincible. It's like, yeah, dude, I fucking, like, I did that. Fuck yeah, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I won't lie, though. I mean, obviously, like, after the Iron Man, you feel fucking great. You feel accomplished. You feel like you can go one more, which, you know, that's that's how it is. But I, I won't lie, though. I, I kind of felt like a little, like, lull in myself. Like, not in myself, but just, like, in general. Because I was just such on a high because of that, yeah. the dopamine that I got from that Iron Man. Ain't nothing like and it. And then bro. after mm-hmm. it, I'm, I'm not doing anything. I didn't sign up for Actually, that's not true. I nah. signed up for another one in uh, after four days. Dude, this is such a good point because uh, <laughs> that's the hardest part about doing things like this, doing uh, things that rarely been done before, these huge accomplishments. When you actually complete that dream, <laughs> when you actually hit that buzzer, when you actually cross that finish line. Like, you finish it, and you have that endorphin rush. You celebrate, and then after the celebration, everything just drops down, and you get that depression. I don't know if you guys can relate to this, but I know after I did American Ninja Warrior, you know, finishing in the top 10, I felt like absolute shit after and didn't really know why. You know what I mean? Like, I've I've climbed the mountain, 
And now I'm like back down where I w- used to be. I felt that with the Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. For me, it's just like an, it's a natural response, though, I think, because like y- you have all this dopamine after, yeah. like the feeling of being accomplished, the feeling of that, that greatness. Yeah. And then, you know, you just have that lull. And then mm-hmm. it, it it comes back, you know. It'll, comes it back, comes yeah. back, but you 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 have to experience that. Mm-hmm. I think it's just part of being a human. Yeah, I mean the the journey is actually more fun. I mean, I guess the ending is probably the best part, but the journey and and then the celebration and then like after that, like you need to find something else, mm-hmm. or you're gonna be depressed. Well, I feel like also in going after these these goals that we had, like. <coughs> The Ironman, for example, like the training, it, it just becomes your, it literally becomes your lifestyle. Yeah. Especially when you're doing it for so long. And then when, it's like when that stops, like that's literally like part of your life. And change that's equals pain. It, it was like, well, well now what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Because that's how, <laughs> that, you almost like, that's how I, you identified yourself as doing those things and, and being that person and, and going on that grind every single day, day in and day out. And now it's gone. And like, you're like, Oh, I can finally take a break. And that break feels shitty because now you're not going after anything. Oh yeah. Um, before we move on to Zach, what's next? (laughs) So after the, uh, the Ironman, like I said, that lull that I was feeling, I had to, I felt like I had to <laughs> sign up for something else because I knew I was gonna, I knew I was going to do something else after. Fuck it. I had the, I had it planned out even before the Ironman. It just kind of depended on how well I did with the Ironman, but I did very well. I was very happy with it. So four days after, uh, I signed up for um, a ultra triathlon. Uh, some people call the Ironman an ultra, but it's not. It's it's just the longest in each respective sport. Yeah. But this one's an ultra triathlon, so in each sport, it's an ultra distance. It's a double anvil. So it's a, it's a double Ironman distance triathlon. It's still set up the same way as an Ironman. You do all of the swim, you do all of the bike, and then you do all of the run. But it's just double the distance. So It's, it's four, a double Ironman. Yeah, so you're doing 4.8-mile swim. And the swim is in it's in Florida, Claremont, Florida. It's in a lake. So Hot. Yeah, it, it, in the morning it's going to be cool. During the middle of the day it's going to suck. During the nighttime, because this is a 36-hour race, it's you're going to be going in throughout the nighttime. Yep. It's going to cool down, which will be nice. But um, the lake, it's going to be a 12-lap section of like seven or 800 meters. You have to do that 12 times. You get out, and you do a 224-mile bike ride. And because it's so long, um, they need to make sure that they can keep track of the athletes. So it's three miles out, three miles back. It's an in-and-out three miles. So it's six miles total for one back and forth. And you have to do that 37 times. That's fucking disgusting. Yeah. Right. But tell them tell how, tell how the run how the run goes. <laughs> so once you get done with that grueling bullshit yeah. after the bike, you uh, you strap on the laces and you go, uh, you go 52.4 miles. And it's a half mile out, half mile back. And you do that 52 times. So you're just going to be on the same road <laughs> for 52 laps. Just another day, fellas. <laughs> another two days. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, when, when's when when's that taking place? Uh, it's February 22nd. He's got oh. some time, bro. He's got some time. Mark your calendars, fellas, because that's when it's fucking going down. Oh. It is currently December 21st, 2023. Yeah, eight weeks. Oh, I'm excited for that one. 
Yeah. All right, all right. So I got to ask a question. Why Why do you think you could do that? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> be straight up. <laughs> why? Dude, I don't know if I can. But hey, that's the whole point, dude. Why that's, not? That's literally yeah. the whole point. Why the fuck not, right? <laughs> like, if you're not going to do something that scares you, or if you know you can do it, then why the fuck are you doing it? Anyway? Well, at the end of the day, you have to instill the belief that you can do it that day, mm-hmm. by that time. Yeah. Or you're fucked. Yeah. I mean, I even said it after the Iron Man, like right after when I finished. I told you guys, I was like, I got some more in me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that, but. Yeah. Yeah. I will, like, when you were done, you were you were still moving pretty well. I mean, obviously your walking was like weird once you stopped because you stiffened up, but like you were still moving pretty well. Yeah. My, my stride and my running was okay. Yeah. My back was really stiff and that's from the bike, which is normal. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's not like you were like fucked. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You yeah. still looked pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, the training is a, it's a little different. No, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a little different. Definitely, man. Yeah. And my it's man. the winter time, too, which <laughs> sucks. My man's getting fucked out there. Yeah. All right, Zach, you're up, pal. What do you want to know? 50 miler. Toughest thing you did yet, or, or what? Uh, Dude, I don't It seems like it's so far away. Or I, I did it so long ago, rather. Two months and some um, change. It was actually <coughs> exactly two months and one week ago. Honestly, counting. like it's hard for me to say, but my gut feeling says no. It's not the hardest thing I've done. What would have been harder? Either American Ninja Warrior, or that first race that we did, that first ultra. Honestly, that first ultra might have been harder than fifty. Do you think so, dude? I mean, the elevation and like I wasn't prepared at all. I ran ten miles as my well, that's my high before that. Okay, well, if you properly <laughs> trained. I feel like we're yeah. having a different conversation. True, true. <laughs> yeah, I don't well, know, man. That's true, though. Like The marathon, <laughs> to this day, the Philly marathon was still the hardest thing I've done. Yeah. The Philly marathon was harder than the Ironman, only yeah. because of preparation and injuries. You guys are your, so fucked, man. It's your training level at the end of the day. <laughs> um, I mean, it might have been the hardest thing I've done. It's just hard to like look back on. But it went so much faster than I thought it was going to go. Like I got to the first checkpoint. I'm like, shit, dude, I'm already at 11 miles. And then you get halfway, you're like, all right, all right, I got another half in me. Um, but then, you know, I, I think at like 25, I did get a little lightheaded. Yeah. Uh, I was running with Joshua, but I, I was literally just like tired because I got like four, ni- four hours of sleep the night before. But I put down some uh, glucose packets, some pudding. Fuck yeah, dude. You know? My man always keeps that pudding on him. And uh, <laughs> pretty much smooth after that, but I wish I, I pushed the pace a little bit more. For sure. Yeah. I know I could have done it faster. I just never been in that arena before. Yeah. A uh, lot of unknowns, dude. You a know lot of how unknowns. you're going to feel. You exactly. Know what was gonna I didn't want to like over push myself and start getting lightheaded. And uh, it was hard for me to put down food. Um, that was probably the hardest part. Yeah. If I could put down food easy, easier, it would have been a lot easier for me because I didn't have too many calories in me. I was mostly just going off of gels mm-hmm. um, and liquid IVs. Yeah. That's hard, dude. Um, what was what was your training like for the fifty? Um, so I hired a coach. Um, shout out to PJ. And so basically, I was doing running, kind of just like you. I was putting in, I would say thirty to forty miles per week. And uh, towards the end, I was doing eighteen mile runs, twenty something mile runs. I did a thirty mile run, um, probably three weeks out. So I was, uh, training was really good. And then he also had me doing like workouts where like I would like run a mile, do like 25 burpees, run another mile, do, uh, like lunges for like 
I don't know, like 50 lunges, like walking lunges. Right. So I was doing workouts like that. So they were basically like calisthenic training mixed in with uh, with running. And that was basically what it was. I would probably say I was training like five times per week on average. Was, you, was that like the first time you really did like training like that? That was like run focused, so to speak? I would say it was the first time like I really like stuck to the protocol, at least mostly. I, I wouldn't say it was perfect, yeah. but I was pretty much on point. It was the first time I, I, yeah, I did like a running protocol like that before I would just wing it. Like when we did our, uh, even the marathon, bro, when I did a marathon Fucking last year, you gave me like a training five pro- weeks. Protocol. Out, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You gave me a training for, pro- um, <coughs> protocol. And, uh, I think the first one was like a seven mile run. I came back, bro. I went right in the ice bath. My shins were killing me. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, I ain't keeping up with this, bro. <laughs> so I was just doing my own thing, just running as much as I could, but I couldn't keep up with that. Yeah. But this one I could keep up with. <laughs> but uh, yeah, probably the hardest I trained for at least a running uh, event. How how long did that training block last? Uh, I think I, I was training for like five months or so. Uh, first two months were just like on my own kind of kind of like winging it and then the three months is when i had the coach all right so ballpark. like so like 12 ballpark. 12 weeks probably sound about right probably yeah not bad but you, you already had a pretty good base going into that i mean because i mean we didn't run like well i can't say we you didn't run like a fuck ton but yeah you, you would just, you, like, you were in good enough shape, you could just fucking wake up and, like, go do a seven, eight, whatever mile run. Easy, yeah. Just whenever. Mm-hmm. So you at least had, you had, like, that base to build off of. Exactly. Um, that helps a lot because you've just been there before. Yeah. Um. So you did the 30-mile run about three weeks out, and then what was your, like, nutrition, all that, like, leading up to the race? Just kind of like what you've always been doing or change anything up? Dude, I was just eating a shitload of carbs. Yeah. Like, pretty much whatever I wanted. Uh, not like junk food, but I would put like, uh, I would do a lot of peanut butter jellies. Fuck, dude, got to, bro. Yeah, dude, a lot of peanut butter so jellies. So good, dude. I would, uh, I would make a lot of oatmeal and throw like honey in there. Yeah. Uh, jelly, peanut butter, <laughs> a lot of like smoothies. Um, yeah, just a lot of bagels, muffins. Did that make you feel bloated? Up. Did that make you feel bloated at all? Not really. No, you felt okay with that? Yeah, uh, I was just burning so many calories. My, my man went back to the high school diet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Muffins, bagel, chocolate yeah. milk, cookies, cookies, what you need, bro. I was I was definitely carb-loaded oh, for dude. sure. It's so good, though, man. Oh. I mean, when you wake up and you run, like, 8, 10 miles, like, you just burned, what, like, 2,000 calories? Ballpark. So like I can almost eat for two days after that. <laughs> That's a fuck. No, lot. I think it's yeah. <laughs> I think it's I think it's a hundred uh, calories per mile. It's like hundred and twenty, I think. It depends on hundred and twenty to one hundred and fifty, depending how much you weigh. Depending how, how muscular you are. Yeah, and you're still and Zach, Zach's burning. pretty muscular, so I would say yeah. at least for Zach, at the minimum, hundred ten per mile. Yeah. yeah. So over probably right around a k. Yeah, that's a fucking that's half a day. Of that's a that's a good meal right in the that you can put on top of what you're already burning, which is normally like two thousand. So that's like easily three thousand for maintenance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. still burn after. after yeah, the and that that's with just the running, not including if you were strength training or did other shit that day too. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. did race day, dude. The fucking curveball. Yeah. Just fucking shit on us. The well, whole dude, time. we got we got lucky because uh. <laughs> The forecast that it was going to rain the entire day, 
And we got, I think I got 25, 30 miles in before it started downpouring. Yeah, it felt like the whole day, dude. Yeah. It really did. My nipples, I know. My nipples were so chased, I know, bro. dude. So the, the temperature wasn't too bad. I would say it was like 50-ish. I, I liked it. Yeah, it was good. Like it, it was good until it started raining, and then I, I started getting freezing. And then uh, my hands were so yeah, cold, not bro. The, it's always the hands. My dude. hands were yeah. so cold it's coming around. Hands. I know. <laughs> coming around mile 40, and, like, my mom just wasn't there. I was like, where is my mom? What the fuck? And she finally pulls up mile 40 exactly when I get there, somehow, some way. Destiny, dude. And I'm like, yo, you got those gloves? <laughs> <laughs> and they weren't even waterproof gloves, You got gloves, gloves bro. dude. <laughs> but I got those gloves. Yeah, those gloves <laughs> saved me, bro. Because my hands, they go they go so fast. Yeah, like, my I know hands turn white when it's like yeah. 50 degrees out. Yeah, dude, they get straight white. So my hands are <laughs> freezing, and then I got those gloves, and, and they, they worked. My man was just fucked yeah. out there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, you got some hand warmers, too, no? I you did. Yeah. I did. Have, oh, wait, did I? I don't know. Too fucked up. Not sure, dude. <laughs> dude, it happens, bro. Yeah, not sure. That's but how it be. I had a pretty good uh, support team. Absolutely. Yeah. Dude, who, who all came out, bro? I had uh, well, Joshua. We're at his house right now. He came out. Jake was there. Michaela was there. You were obviously running the race with me, and your fam was there. My mom was there at the finish line. <coughs> had my sister and her 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 uh, her kid, my niece. Um, hopefully, I'm not forgetting anybody. Oh, my uncle Dan. He came and ran with me for five miles. Oh, but I, it, I had a dude. lot of people. Dude, it's awesome. I pretty much ran with people in the entire time except from 40 to 50. 40 to 50, I was totally by myself. How much um, of a game changer is that? The big game changer. Yeah. But even like when I started, dude, I was just talking to people like all morning long. Yeah. Like just, yeah. I just went from person to person. I didn't think I was going to do that because like normally I'm pretty introverted, um, at least in those situations. Yeah, dude. But yeah, I was I, I ran into some Russian dude. I was like asking him about like the like how it is over there because he was like literally bored. I'm like, yo, like what's the what's the leadership like? What's over up, there? man? Tell me about Putin. <laughs> like, I, and you know me, I don't hold back with my questions yeah. at all. You know Khabib. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's wrestle, kid. And then from uh, like the first checkpoint to like all the way to where Joshua picked me up. I think he picked me up at what fifteen. Uh, yeah. Uh, maybe it was maybe it was twenty. I, mean, I was running with people that entire time. It's awesome, man. And then Jake ran with me for ten miles. My uncle ran with me for five miles. So I had a had a person there pretty much the entire time, except for forty to fifty. Probably definitely made it go by quicker. Definitely. How definitely. was it during that forty to fifty when you're all on your own and it was probably I would say one of the hardest part of the race is always that yeah. last part. Were you fighting, dude? Well, it was, were, your, were your feet hurting? What was it like? Uh. Yeah. So. I remember the last checkpoint is like longer than any of the other checkpoints. Yep. That took fucking forever, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> that had me a little nervous. And then after that, I think you got like 4.6 left. And I was definitely hurting. And like, I'm, I was like running around puddles. Yeah. Um, I was like, kind of like, yo, are my feet going to be like operating and my hips and stuff like that? Yeah. Was like, they were starting to go, you know? Um, but then it would come back. Like, it goes in spurts. Like, you get highs and lows when you're out there. Um, but I was just hoping that nutrition would be good because I was I was having a hard time putting shit down. So I was just hoping I wouldn't get fucking lightheaded out there alone in the rain. <laughs> when uh, when did you realize? Around what mile do you think where you you realized like I just I can't fucking put food down? You think was it pretty uh, early on? Because that's probably like forty. Because that's I was but it, but it was it was hard. It's important like, though. from like starting at twenty. It started to get hard. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it may, it makes it a lot harder too because like you know your body needs it, but when yeah. you but when you physically feel like you just can't have it, like dude, it the checkpoint, it's almost like sickening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The checkpoint where he left me, bro. I was not feeling good at all. Like uh, I didn't tell nobody, bro, but I was like, I might throw up in my head. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so I had like 11 miles after that, but. Yeah, you look fine to me. Bro, <laughs> it was good. It was good. Honestly, like after, after you're it. like two miles away, you're like, oh, I got this. Yeah. And you start pushing the pace a little bit more and then like you finish and you're like, yeah, I definitely could have went for it. Could have went harder, right? Yeah. it's <laughs> Dude, it's literally all, all depends on like the number that you put in your head. Like, if there was 75 in my head of that, that day, like, probably could have done it. Would have been a fucking dogfight, but probably could have done it. Yeah. Would have yeah. had to take a break and, and... It's different when you put that cap on yourself. Like, oh, exactly. this is all I'm doing today. Yeah. But, but like, if you did it again, it's like, all right, like, this is all I'm doing. Yeah. So, it's it kind of like, it's like the other side of that. Mm-hmm. You know, just, this is all I'm doing. I got to give all I got. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. But um, yeah, dude, I don't. But your legs did. I don't mean when when I for when I did my when I did it last year for the first time. Yeah. I mean, dude, I was like fucked. I just remember what I felt like. Did, did your legs just? Did it feel like you were freaking carrying cinder blocks at all, or was it just like more fatigue, just being on yeah. your legs for so long? It really wasn't that bad until after the race, dude. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I mean, I definitely felt it, and don't be wrong. It was it was probably the hardest thing I put my legs through, but like I know I could have went more. Um, but after the fact, after I stopped, I think I sat down, and when I tried to get up, dude, it hurt so oh, bad, bro. Yeah, dude. And it was hard to walk after that. Yeah, the entire day. bro. I know what you're talking about, yeah. fam. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean, dog. Yeah, I, I've been I was, there. My legs were in the most pain. <laughs> like right after I finished and after I sat uh, down, my legs were absolutely in the most pain during that. Right when you stopped, I, I basically sprinted to the finish line because I thought when when yeah, I was you were rounding, moving. yeah, because when I was rounding, I thought a whole I had a whole mile to go. Because we, yeah, we yeah, did that yeah. half mile thing. Yeah. Right and they're like, started. no, dude, you can just go finish right now. I'm like, no, I can't. <laughs> Fuck no. And everyone's coming to finish. I was like, all right. Fuck I guess it. I'll just keep going right now. <laughs> like, are you fucking with me? Can I really go? <laughs> Who sent you here to fuck with me? So I, I knew. I, yeah. So I, I had like a, I knew I, I put like some in the reserve <laughs> tank for like that half, that last mile. So I was like, oh shit. I'm like done. Let's just sprint. So, yeah. Dude. I know exactly what you fucking mean, bro. Because that part got me too. Because yeah, I, yeah. I, because I ran, because you, you were on the trail, and you make a left to go to the finish line, and I just ran right by it. And like I told you the other day in the basement, some random dude who finished before me, one of the fucking two people, was just sitting in his car that happened to be right there at the turn, and I just fucking zoomed by him. He's like, "Yo, bro, what are you doing?" And I'm like. I got to run down and turn around. <laughs> He's like, no, you don't. I'm like, yeah, that's how we started the race. I'm like, I, I got to go down and turn around. He's like, dude, no, you don't. You just run this way. You're done. <laughs> I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> how good did that feel, though, too? You were like, oh. Oh, dude. And it's only like, a mile, <laughs> yeah. but still. Not yet. Yeah, it's the best, It's bro. huge. I was like, really? <laughs> I just came. <laughs> yeah. Dude, uh, yeah. It, it's it's all the difference in the world. And I just, For sure. And see, that was it, man. Fuck. So what... uh. What would your final time end up being? Uh, I think it was nine fifty-two. Yes, so sir. Nine, nine hours fifty-two minutes. Nine minutes fifty-two seconds. Yeah, that's Dude, that's a world record. Fastest man alive. Yes, sir. <laughs> nine hours fifty-two minutes. Did you finish slower, faster, or right where you thought you would finish? 
Uh, the goal was ten hours or less. Yeah. Um. Check. Yeah. So yeah. See ya. Yeah. How uh? How'd you feel that next day, dude? Uh. Well, I mean. Let me rephrase it, dude. How'd you feel going down the steps? <laughs> <laughs> I have video of it, too, know, so if yeah. he lies, I got him. It was tough, bro. Yeah, don't was, cap, dude. You know, I had to take one step at a time. Like, like not, like, one foot in front of the other. It was just, like, one, one, two, one, one, two. Yep. So, oh. yeah, I mean, I would just slide my feet on the hardwood floor to get around. Then you don't have to pick them up, dude. Don't have to. Don't waste energy if yeah. you don't have to, you know? Yeah. We can serve around these parts. Yeah. Um. They're really the main story is fucking Jordan though. They're in the fifty, bro. That was whack. <laughs> that was insane. Because we were sitting at the B and B. The camera did it shut off. Yeah, we were sitting at the B and B, and this man just left. I'm like, I mean, where the fuck did he go? And he's just like, yo, Jordan's still out there. Yeah. I'm like, yo, what? But we were. I thought he went home. But we all were at the back of the Airbnb, and Jordan was still out there for like an hour and a half. Yeah, we were like, are we going back? We're like. Ah, nah. fuck it, whatever. No, I, I mean, me and Zach went back. <laughs> Dude, it was unbelievable. Oh, no, no. Did I? Or did you show? No, you showed me the videos, right? I didn't go back. Yeah, I was going to say, me and you hung out at the crib, man. That's right. That's right. We were like, we ain't going back. Yeah, yeah, Fucking. Yeah. I'm he got hit by a and truck. He had, he had the sign and everything. The <laughs> the, uh, the race director, yeah. Sean Tracy, gave him the sign. He, like, signed it and everything. I mean, dude, props to him because, like, one, I don't know how... Did he have a Did he have a fucking headlamp? Like, was he seeing? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I think he did. No, I, mean, I think I gave him my spare headlamp. And like, like, dude, he he was the only one out there. Yeah, literally, fourteen the, hours. Dude, they were right? leaving. 14? The yeah. race directors were leaving. Yeah, they were leaving. As he pulls up, he's like hobbling to the finish line. <laughs> They're like about to leave. They're like, "Are you a racer?" Like, my man's got like fifteen seconds left. Like, I'm to still cross. good. Yeah. <laughs> I still got time. <laughs> I remember I called him. Insane. He was probably, I think, like. 45 out and i called him and the first thing he's like yo i'm finishing <laughs> <laughs> i want to fucking do it <laughs> <coughs> oh my god yo i'm fucking finishing dude dude there's nothing wrong with the dfl title that fucking, fucking last. last yeah i mean it's a, it's a good title bro and yeah. I, I called him at like mile 35 and he was i was like yo you think you're gonna finish he's like uh, uh i don't know I don't bro know, no he's like he's gonna be close Dude. and i was like nah bro you're fucking doing it <laughs> and, and uh he did man he did you got he that dog it. in him yeah yeah good for him man i'm good sure he, he learned a lot from that oh yeah yeah, that kid's been through fucking hell like three times in the past two months. <laughs> like you have no idea. Like this event that we did, oh my gosh, bro! Literally down to the wire, man, just yeah. fighting for. So his there, life. there's like a process <laughs> that we put. <laughs> there's like a process that we put people through at this event, and I'm not gonna go in depth and explain it because people will think I'm nuts. But um, he took he took the longest in this process, yeah. and he threw up four times. Ew. Literally just punching a fucking bag or like someone with like a bodysuit on. Yeah. Just punching them for like fucking like, I don't know, two, three hours, some shit like that. I don't know. And he threw up like four fucking times. It's like a, <laughs> it's like Tony Ferguson with Goggins, man. Yeah. And how we, they don't know me. Dude, uh, one of the things that I really like about, obviously, like when you go out and do these races, Ironman's 50s, 100s, like the, Having the support of your family and everything is great, like being able to see your family and have them come to support you. But yeah. one of the biggest things, though, I think is 
um, having an event for all of them, like from like this family and this family to come together. Yeah. And yeah. they can all experience the event together and also grow closer. Like everyone, True. like when I was with, um, like with your mom, like your family, mm-hmm. like your family as well. Yeah. Like we all talk, we're talking about you. We're talking mm-hmm. about life. Like it's yeah. awesome to like, not only be there to support you, but like right. be there with everyone else, mm-hmm. like with the family and all yeah. that. So yeah. That's one of the best things about these events, man. Definitely. It's so it's such a cool, cool, uh, cool feeling for sure. All right, Drew, hey, tell is. us about the hundred mile race. What do you want to know? Uh, you know, <laughs> what was the preparation like? Where does uh, where did it all start? Where did you get this big idea from? Uh it kind of lingered in my head from the first fifty miler last year. Yeah. And like the first 50 miler, I, I, I procrastinated a long time signing up for it. Um, cause it's like, you know, once you sign, it doesn't really become real till you sign up for it. Then you're really committed. Mm. And like the longer I put it off, I was like, it's not real yet. It's just an idea. That's such a good point. And I just kept putting it off and I'm looking for races. And obviously the longer I put it off, the amount of races I could really <laughs> sign up for started to dwindle down. Yeah. So, and, uh, I think I signed up in like the very beginning of June. I was just like looking on Ultra Sign Up and I was like, All right, this is the one. December second, the Devil Dog Ultra. Dude, sneaky hard. S- sneaky did hard. Did you do any dude. research on this race before you signed up for it? I, I mean I, I just did the basic I read like the the basic like race overview that's on Ultra Sign Up. Yeah. And then I went on their website and I looked at the, you know, I just read it. It was, like, throughout the trails of Prince William Forest Park, and it, I, it even gave me the little elevation map. And, like, it, it just, dude, I don't know. It just didn't register. It, it didn't seem like a lot. Yeah. It was, like, there's over 10,000 feet of elevation gain throughout the course of the 100 miles. So I'm like, I'm like, all right, over a course of 100 miles, I'm like, that's really not that much. Yeah. And, uh, well... <laughs> Boy was I wrong. <laughs> that yeah. shit was different. That man. was uh that was different, man. Um but honestly, I don't give a fuck, dude. I, it was great. Um but my training my training. So I didn't really start tra- going into like a legit training block for this one until um like first week of August, really. Um so that gave me like a solid four months, like sixteen weeks to really get after it. Mm. Um, same, I mean, it was really pretty much the same thing like I did last year. You know, I ran five, six days a week. Towards the end, it was really more six. Um, every day was fucking anywhere between twelve to fifteen miles, just as my daily run. Yeah. Um, and then Saturdays were the long ones, depending on what my mileage had to be that week. Um, I increased my mileage, obviously, no more than 10% of the total it was before, and I reached all the way up to, I, I wanted to peak at a, a, at least a 90-mile week, and my peak week ended up being 92 and a half, so ended up being all right, and I did that three weeks out. Yeah. One yeah. thing I can say, based on what I saw with your training, just from your Instagram stories and shit like that, your times went way down, and your heart rate also went way down. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. Because you were running like nine minute miles and your heart weight was like, I don't know, maybe 140, sometimes lower. Yeah. Um, Which is hard to get to. Yeah. I mean, it 
like anything, it takes it takes time. Oh yeah, it takes time and consistency. So like when when I first started, dude, I would have to run. I mean, it, when you when you first really figure out what an easy run is, especially when you do the zone two, and you 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 figure out your max aerobic heart rate, you do the one eighty mm-hmm. minus range, whatever. I was like. I was like, yeah, an easy run. I'm like, easy to me feels like between anywhere from like an eight to eight thirty, and then, yeah, obviously that wasn't it, because <laughs> because then my heart rate would be like one sixty something. I'm like, fuck, well I got to keep it below like one fifty five. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, well, you, you just got to humble yourself, mm-hmm. and uh, you know you got to slow it down, man. If you want to get faster, you got to run slower. <laughs> and I mean, and that that was just from last year to this year. And it's like there's gonna be another, you know, there's gonna be more progress to be had the more I stick with it, you know. But it was it's just consistency, man. I was consistently just I consistently had to put my ego aside, no matter how bad I wanted to fucking run faster, and knowing I could, because I did some faster runs here and there just because, and they really didn't feel taxing. But if I did that every single day, yeah, it would add up. Um, but yeah, it was just fucking, just really humbling myself and making sure I stayed below that point because if I, because most people, if especially when they're getting into running and they're doing, like I said, like the easy run zone two, they'll take their their easy runs too hard, and their hard runs they'll take too easy. So, so then they're constantly running in this gray area, no, yep. and they're essentially not making any progress. Mm-hmm. You're just doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. over and over yeah it's it, like going to the gym and lifting the same exact weight and not going up in weight or or the reps yeah you just go in and you do just the same workout yeah. every time don't change the weight Every, <laughs> everything just what's gonna happen yeah you're gonna stay nothing. the same exactly <laughs> and like i'll be the first to tell you man it's it's hard to run slow like consistently mm-hmm. it sucks dude because <laughs> you want to just turn and fucking burn yeah but you got to build that base, especially however big mileage-wise the races that you're doing. And depending on your goal time and things like that, it's going to have to be bigger, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but, yeah, it was, it, was, it was easier but harder this year at the same time. Easier in terms of knowing what I was doing, harder in terms of the volume yeah. and – more miles, more calories. Staying consistent. Yeah, the the biggest thing that I made sure to do this year was I wanted to maintain as much size as I possibly could. Yeah. Because last year I just felt so fucking weak and I felt I feel like I dwindled away to nothing. I think I was I was like one eighty four. Yeah, I was one eighty four before I ran the fifty yeah, miler my, my last arm, year. My arms are way bigger than yours. <laughs> last year <laughs> oh yeah dude yeah because the podcast uh clip that i that i posted for my 50 like, you have like these skinny ass arms yeah. on this over here like yeah dude i was for for me i was way too small man yeah i was and i felt it like i felt weak right this year um i didn't get below 191 that mm-hmm. was my that was my lowest obviously Bef- after the race before the race yeah. uh yeah right we'll get there yeah. um yeah i felt but you know I f- the biggest thing this year was i really felt strong like the whole time mm-hmm. i mean yeah i got tired and shit but like everyone gets tired but i, I did genuinely feel strong and in the gym 
Um, I was still strong numbers-wise in the gym, too. Obviously, I lost a little bit of strength, but not nearly as much as I did last year. And, like, I was actually happy with where I was at. Um, it took a lot. A lot of eating, dude. A lot of eating. A lot of liquid cows. A lot of shitting. Dude, we got it done. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. A lot of shitting. You know me. A lot of shitting. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I started off in a... I started off pretty much at like seven, eight mile every day, daily runs, and it worked. It almost essentially doubled. I worked up in between 12 yeah. to 15. It's crazy because we were the kids that listened to David Goggins on Joe Rogan's podcast back in the day. I remember like going to like Florida back in the day when yeah. we were like, I don't know, 19 yeah. or something like that. Yeah. But yo, this man runs seven miles every, every day, day, bro. That's his light day. <laughs> Can you fucking imagine that? And here we are. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's uh, it it was a lot of time, dude. I mean, it takes a lot of time out of your day, especially when you know working full time too. Like, I would work a full shift, and if I was running twelve miles that day, then I got to throw another hour forty five on top of that. Yeah, and if it's a double training day, weights and running, mm-hmm. it's almost another three hours I got to commit. You know what I mean? Just just with training. I mean, it was it was a lot, dude. But I always found a way to get it done. If that meant sleeping a little less, what do you do? Healthy, probably not. Do I give a fuck? Absolutely not. Worth it? Yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great meta. Every time, yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. Every time. I. Mm, you only slept five hours. Don't care, dude. There's work to be done. So bring us to race day. Oh man. Uh. So night before night before the race, dude, I didn't really sleep that well. Um, I might have slept five hours if that. I Golden. Nerves were kicking my ass, dude. They were really starting to set in. Yeah. Um. But I got you know I went through my routine. I because every night before the race, I take out everything I'm gonna wear. I set up all my fuel. I get everything in bags just so everyone can just grab and go. Mm-hmm. Um, Except for the bandana, dude. Fucking bandana, that fucking bandana. I don't know where it even came from. <laughs> I don't know. It literally just showed up. Yeah, he's like the morning before. He's like, dude, where's my bandana? I don't know where it is. Yeah. I don't find it. Dude. It's a camo bandana. He's yeah. like, I gotta wear it. It's like, oh. So you ran without a bandana? Yeah, I just ran with a hat. <laughs> and then he found it after the race, fucking in a bag. Yeah, it was in it. some random bag, dude. <laughs> Third that probably hours killed morale. <laughs> oh, dude, couldn't kill this morale, dude. I was ready for it, but uh. Yeah, that was whatever. But then, you know, Jake uh Jake dropped me off and cuz at the starting line there was no there was no no one there was no parking at the starting line cuz there was mm-hmm. multiple races starting at the same time. There was a a 50k, a 100k and a 100 miler. Yeah. Um the f- the 100k and the 100 miler started at the same time. The 50k, I believe, started 2 hours after we did. We started at 6 a.m. Um yeah, and the 50K started at 8 a.m. But there was no parking allowed at the start. Um, so pretty much you had to get dropped off and see you in a couple hours. Yeah. Um, the starting line is also where um, Checkpoint after, is each, after each lap, that's that was, you know, where that was essentially another aid station, so yeah. to speak. It was like the first one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, dude, you got there, um, just checked in. It was oddly warm for December. Especially in Virginia, um, I got there at like, would you drop me off like five twenty? Yeah, so it was pretty early. 
and I was just I was wearing a uh, a long sleeve in my shorts. Get it out. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was already like kind of kind of warm. I want to say it was probably right around 50, maybe just a little colder, like mm. high 40s. Yeah. Super weird, but uh, Nick got out there, dude, and just pretty much checked in, got to the finish, and we got to the start line, and just sat and fucking waited for like 20 minutes. I just stood there, dude, and it sucked, dick. <laughs> just the anticipate, just sitting there, I was just watching the clock. Yeah. 541, 542, just waiting as each minute goes by. Right. And then, uh, once like five fifty five hit, I just I like flatlined, dude. I just I just locked the fuck in. I was like, all right, it's go time, dude. Mm. They let off that little horn, we got to it, and that was it, man. How many people were there in the race? Eighty two. Eighty two. Eighty two. For the hundred miler. Yeah. In total, there was. I don't know how many it was, was total. Yeah. For the hundred miler, it was eighty two. Um. Yeah, dude. For, so the first lap was twenty three miles. The rest of them after that were supposed to be nineteen. Um, everything ended up being a little longer than it was supposed to be. Of course. Um, yeah, because it was five laps total. Mm-hmm. The first one was just a little longer. So then, uh, I don't know exactly why they did that, honestly. But whatever, dude. Not the point. First lap went really good. I felt fucking great. Second. Second lap, I felt great. Um, third lap was my actually my fastest lap out of all of them. I felt really, really good. Um, and how many miles is that? After th- the first three? Yeah. 68? So 68. No. Yeah. Fif- yeah. 58. Oh, oh. 58, no. so feeling like no, a chance? No, no, no. It was 68. Because I was with you for the last two, and I, I picked you up at, like, mile 68, I think. Because yeah, I did 42 with you. Or, no, you're right. Was it 58? No, it was. I can't do math. It, it was more because we ended up. We did 58 miles instead of 42, and you don't know. No, no, no. He started at 58. <laughs> I think it was. It was. It was. Um. It was 63. I think. 63 miles. Yep. Yeah. Dude, we just do hard shit. We just don't do math. We also did 105 miles. So. Yeah, that's what I just did. It was 63. Yeah. It was 63. Um. Yeah. That. So I I went into this race. <laughs> With a silent goal of I wanted to finish in 20 hours or less. And through the first three laps, I was on pace, like, pretty easily with that. Um, After, like I said, the third lap was my fastest one yet. Um, I I was coming in right around, like, the three-hour, 45-minute mark with every lap. I was moving well. Mm -hmm. But I I remember after that first lap, I I got a taste of the, the fucking hills that I... No, no fucking way around it. Total self accountability. I didn't prepare for it, and I remember after the first lap, I looked at Jake. I was like, "This is a lot harder than I thought it was gonna be." <laughs> um, does it? Because it's not. It wasn't. You know, it wasn't steep up or down. It was. It was just constant. Yeah. All the fucking time you were moving up, down, this, that way. It just never fucking ended, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just I was like, whatever, dude. You didn't expect it. Who gives a fuck? You still got to finish this goddamn thing. Yeah. Um, and I was, like I said, man, I was pushing, and I felt really fucking good. That that third lap, as I was finishing, I'm going to say the last eight miles or so, that's when the sun went down, and it started to rain. But I was only wearing a tank top at that time. And when I finished, I was really warm. Because 
the sun like just went down, so it, it didn't really all set in yet. Yeah. And I wasn't like really that wet. Mm-hmm. But I was like really fucking warm and I sat down and we were picking him up and dude, I, for that fourth lap, I almost didn't even put the fucking sweat top on. Uh, it was my mom was like, "Are you sure?" And she gave me like this look that I just kind of knew. I'm like, "I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll put it on." Just because worst comes worst, I can take it off, right? Well, boy, I needed fucking two of them. Yeah, I, 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 like, dude, we got thrown such a fucking curveball. Me and Jake took off because I picked Jake up there at lap four, and dude, it just it was just unrelenting. The rain just kept fucking coming and coming and fucking coming, dude. It did not let up. The trail became a fucking, just a sloppy fucking mess, dude. It be we. I mean, we we had points. We were grabbing on the fucking trees just because if we tried to walk without them, we were just gonna either slide fucking down on our face or backwards up where mm-hmm. we just came. We would have made no progress. We're grabbing on the trees, stepping off the path, like walking sideways on this fucking <laughs> hill. Like, we yeah. couldn't run, and we couldn't see. Because, A, it was dark as fuck, but, two, it was raining so hard. Mm. I had to take my headlamp off because I couldn't see. I had to hold it in my fucking hand <laughs> just to see the ground in front of me. And then, um, yeah, I don't know exactly when it happened, but at some point I just got really, really fucking cold, man. Um, the rain finally soaked through my sweat top, and I, that's all I had on. I didn't have another layer on underneath it. And... Um, I just, I remember bits and pieces cause I was, I, I was up for a real long fucking time at that point, almost a day. And, um, I remember at one point me and Jake were just like, we just got to get to the next fucking aid station, man. We were just like dreaming of food and warmth, like coffee, something yeah. like that. We're so yeah. we just got to get to the next aid station and it's fucking dude. By the time we're getting there, I mean, dude, it is torrential downpour, downpouring. It's raining so fucking hard. And me and Jake finally get there. And dude, I I don't I don't even know where the fuck I was. <laughs> I was so fucking cold. And I was so angry. Like we we got to the aid station and we we sat in front of this fucking this mini fucking heater that they had. Dude, we we sat there for I don't know, we just sat there forever. I didn't want to talk. I didn't want to move. Fucking, this some dude was sitting over here to um to like my left diagonal. He's like, oh yeah, bro, I quit. I'm done. I'm like, all right, well he's done. And as I'm just sitting there trying to get warm, like three more people behind me come in. They all quit. Like, no, I'm done, dude. I get terrible out there. I can't. I'm freezing. Blah blah blah. Some dude asked me, he's like, how are you warm in that thing? And I'm just like, I'm not. <laughs> like, I'm fucking not, dude. Do you see me? I'm sitting here in front of a Jack fucking... Jackhammering. You were just like, fucking... Yeah. I was like convulsing. <laughs> I was... Blue I lips. Was, I was fucking freezing my ass off, dude. And my mom somehow found the fucking aid station. She got there. It's like 2 a.m. at this point. Um, I can see him looking at me like, holy fuck. Like, I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> and then uh, this I don't even remember this lady's name But God bless her fucking soul Whoever she is And I will never forget her As long as I may live Dude this lady brought me back to life I don't know Why she was even doing what she was doing I don't know if she saw something in me or whatever But Cause I'm sitting there fucking Trying to get warm Fucking shaking Can't even talk 
because I'm like, my teeth are chattering. Like I, I can barely get shit out. And she's just coming up to me. She's like, "What do you want? What do you need?" Blah blah. And I'm just like, "I don't like. I don't fucking know. I don't even fucking want anything. Like I'm just so done. I'm this fucking close to just saying the words, I quit. Because mm. dude, that's all I was thinking about the whole time. I'm sitting there, fucking fighting for my life, and I'm, I'm just like, oh, you got to do is say the words. I'm like just say the words and you're done, dude. You'll be home in 20 minutes. You'll be in your bed. You're gonna have a warm shower. You'll finally get to go to sleep and you're done. Like that's all you gotta do, bro. You just gotta say it. It's that easy. And I just wouldn't fucking let myself do it, dude. And I'm like, don't you dare fucking say it. I had like it was like the angel and the devil. Yeah. This dude's he's like, he's like, bro, just say it, man. All you gotta do is say those two words. It's just two words. You just gotta say them and you're done. And then this guy's over here is like, don't you fucking say it, dude. You worked way too fucking hard. And I was just like, not there. Mm. Jake. Jake would come up. He's like, what are you thinking, man? I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. Jake's like, yeah, I don't even know if I got another lap of me, though. <laughs> Seriously, though. That shit was horrible out there. Yeah. yeah. My mom's like, what are you thinking, Drew? Like, you feeling? I'm just like, I don't, yeah. I'm like, I don't know. So you have one more whole lap at this point. Dude, I got, we didn't even finish we, that. Yeah, we didn't even. We're still on the fourth lap. We we're got like we six, got miles, six miles left till we actually finish the lap. So you have like. Like eighty miles, eighty five miles left, or not? Not no. you're at eighty. 80 I, miles. Not I have, he was at like seventy six, something like that. Because you still had. I was at six miles. I was at seventy four. Seventy four miles. I was at seventy four. So you have a, a complete marathon to go. Yeah. At this point, dude, and like I, I don't even know. Like, dude, when I'm when I'm telling you, I wasn't there. Like, I'm not just saying that to try and be funny. Like, at that point, I li- like mentally, I I don't know where I even was. Like, my body was there, but I was not, because uh, I was just so cold, and I was so fucking miserable, and I was so angry at my lack of preparation. Like, all literally, all I could think about was just going home. I was like, "You already failed, dude." I was like this. I was like, "This is such a fucking joke." And when I sit, like, when I mean, my body was there, but I wasn't. Like, there's periods I, le- I don't remember, but I remember this awesome fucking lady was just shoving warm and hot shit down my fucking throat, <laughs> like, <laughs> as if like, like, like she knew, like she, like almost like she knew I wasn't gonna give up. Yeah. She's just like forcing me to drink coffee, hot apple cider pierogies fresh off the table i mean fresh off the fucking stovetop like just anything and everything and she just came up to me she was like listen she was like i've been doing this for a long time she's like i've seen some shit some real bad shit and she was like this right now she's like it ain't it and i was just like okay like i guess it ain't that bad then and she was like you can fucking do this and i'll see you in a couple hours and she walks away from me and I just, I was still just kind of sat there. I'm like, fuck. And I still don't know what I want to do. Yeah. I just want to quit. That's all I want to do. If it wasn't for her, do you think you would have quit? I don't think so. But she definitely fucking helped yeah. in terms of fuel. Yeah. Like, really gave me a lot of energy. Mm. Um, But I was still so fucking cold, man. I couldn't, and I just couldn't get warm. And obviously, the longer we sat there, the colder we were getting. Mm. But I couldn't bring myself to get up because I would just, just that little 
area in front of the space heater was all I needed. Yeah. I was like, this, I don't want to leave here. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is my safe space, bro. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is what I want. And, uh, yeah, I don't really know what happened, but ultimately I just fucking stood up and I was like, all right, Jake, let's fucking go. And we just, we just went and, uh, I don't really remember pretty much anything about that, um, that six miles back. I remember you asking me questions, like self-orienting questions to make sure I was still there, but. Yeah. Like, Drew, what's your name? Yeah. When were you born? What year is it? Like, shit, like, bro, like, I can't explain it, like, but I was fucked up, man. I really was. I was. <laughs> we were having conversations too. You probably don't. You don't remember. Them. Couldn't tell you, man. Yeah, we were having like we, there would be spurts of just silence for you know ten fifteen minutes. Then I would ask you some questions. We'd get conversation rolling. We started singing songs like from the mic. <laughs> we would sing like just like just songs like little like catches and stuff. But that was just to keep the like morale up. Just kind of let you know that I'm you know that I'm still there. That you're still here. Yeah. You know. Morale was all time low. Yeah, that was uh, that mi- mile seventy four to eighty, that was like the lowest of lows, I probably felt in my whole fucking life, dude. Like I wasn't really there, like I said, but I was there enough sometimes. Like I was conscious of my thoughts, and sometimes I'm like, holy fuck, dude. I'm like, it literally doesn't get any worse than this. Mm. I'm just thinking about every fucking decision I made and how every single one was the wrong one. Yeah. And everything that brought me here, I'm like, that mm, that wasn't it. You shouldn't have did that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I, I do remember, and I remember I told you this the other day, I do remember actually sitting there right before we left to go back and finish the, um, I'm sorry, right when we were about to leave the aid station at mile 74. I do remember having the wherewithal inside of me enough. I was just sitting there, and right before we got up, and I, how I kept telling myself, I'm like, I just want to quit. Like, that's all I want to do. And I remember sitting there thinking, like, these thoughts that I'm having, I was like, they're normal. Everybody has them. But I was like, but what separates us is the willingness to act on them. That's what's going to fucking separate me from everyone else from fucking behind me that came in that quit. I'm like, that's the only difference between us. They're acting on their thoughts. I'm not going to. Yep. So I just got up and I made a decision to just fucking go. Whether I finish or not on time, we'd find out. But I made a choice right there. We're gonna at least fucking go for this thing, and that's what I did. But then we got, we got back. I remember getting back to the start. We got one more lap left, and the race director, well, one of them, because there was like four of them. One of them comes up to me. He's like, he's like, how you feeling, man? And I just looked at him. I was like, I have had way better days. and he kind of laughs but like he can tell i'm not being funny like i was just like i'm like dude seriously yeah like no this is not good (laughs) and he was like all right man he's like listen he's like i hear you he's like but you already did four fucking laps he puts his arm around me walked in he's like you only got one fucking more he's like and you can hang out for out here for two fucking hours take off for the fifth lap and still finish on time he's like you go back in there you get in that heating tent you do whatever you need. Take a fucking nap. Eat food. He's like, but you already came this far. He's like, you already finished four fucking laps. Yeah. He's like, you're doing one more. And I was just like, yes, sir. And I went back, and I sat down, and, you know, my 
my dad and Stacy, they're like ripping off my shoes, changing my socks for me. I can't like pick my fucking feet up on my own. <laughs> they're like rubbing my legs, doing what do you need, this, this, and that. And I just fucking, dude, I was so done. I just, I, I threw a towel over my head and I just put my head down and I just fucking cried, dude. I was so fucking done with all of it. I was like, I don't want to fucking do this anymore. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I like, I don't want to take another step. I don't want to put another pair of socks on. I don't want to drink another bottle of water. I don't want to fucking, I don't want to have anything to do with this anymore. I was just so done with all of it. And I don't know. It was probably a mixture of obviously the physical and mental and emotional exhaustion because mm. it's been over 24 hours at this point that I've been awake and yeah. running. Yeah. But dude, I was just so done with everything. Just, everyone's asking me, what do you need? This and that. How's this? How's that? And like, I'm just like, just shut the fuck up for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Like, y'all, I'm just done, bro. <laughs> like, leave me alone. I need to regroup, man. I'm just so fucking done. And I went into that heating tent, and I just sat there, dude. And I just stared. I think I stared at the same fucking chair leg for like an hour. <laughs> I just fucking gone. Crazy. Just trying to get back into it, man. Ate a Pop-Tart or two. Drank some water. And I was it. And like... I teetered on that thought of it, like, it's just one more lap. But I'm like, it's one more lap, dude. Like, a whole nother lap <laughs> in those same fucking conditions. Yeah. I'm like, you kidding me, bro? I got to do another one? <laughs> like, the thought, like, it just couldn't register. Like, bro, that's all you have left. It's like, dude, I got another one, bro. <laughs> like, I got to do a whole nother lap. Like, the the thought of even just walking down that fucking hill again, I mean Jacob will tell you, ugh, dude it like I said it was the lowest fucking low dude I ever had. After we left the for the fifth lap, is that we talking about? Like right in that buffer, like right before we started the fifth. Oh yeah, yeah. I would dude just fucking like every, at that point in the race, everything that could have went wrong went wrong, like. In hindsight, it couldn't have really gotten any worse. It really, it really couldn't have. Yeah. But it, it seemed like the, I mean, it's just a run, right? It's just a race. But you go through so many different fucking emotions. Like running's a really like emotional experience for me. Mm-hmm. It always has been. And I just like, like I said, man, I was, I said, I just started crying, bro. I don't, I don't even really know why. Yeah. But just, I was just like, yo, man. <laughs> Oh, I'm done, man. <laughs> I'm just so done, bro. But uh, we, then we just, I made the fucking ultimate choice. I was like, if I don't get up and do this right now, I'm never going to do it. So we got up, man, and fucking still pouring. And cold as fuck. Dark. Got a, Pops fucking got us some uh, sweatpants, sweatshirts, man. We threw, threw a trash bag on, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. Keep, yeah. keep the insulation and the water off and. We got like five miles in. Not even. Not even. It was two miles in. Stopped raining. Sun starts coming out. Ditch the sweatpants. I kept the sweatpants the, on. I kept the sweatpants on. So I didn't have anything on underneath. Yeah. Um, so but we yeah. took the trash bags off. The yep. sweatshirts. Trash bag. Threw it. Sweatshirt wrapped around the waist. Beanie and fucking gloves. Packed them. It, I don't know what happened, but that I will say that sun makes a huge fucking difference. Oh, yeah. I, I, the darkness fucks with you, man. Mm. It fucked with me big oh, time. Yeah. 
I mean, I was a whole different person in those two laps, bro. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the demons came out in the dark, dude. Big they time. Do. Ba- big <laughs> they time. Do, bro. Yeah, but like, like imagine whatever, whatever you feel in the dark, right? Whatever demons come out, but then run, not stay awake, run for 24 hours. And everything, the mental, physical exhaustion, it's like everything's amplified by 10, dude. Yeah. Like you fucking, dude, I could have heard a fucking, I, I could have heard someone throw a tic tac off a tree, bro. I was just like, like I heard every demon. <laughs> I heard them. Yeah. They were loud and fucking clear, dude. Yeah. And that was like fighting them. That that was that was the toughest fucking battle of the night. Is every second, every was just like, why, why are we doing this? Mm. And then I'm like, Jake, I'm like, why, I'm like, why is he doing this? I'm like, why the fuck are we out here? I'm like, what's the reason? Yeah. And especially like we weren't really seeing anybody either. Nah, we there was far and in between. Yeah. Yeah, there wasn't many people out there. Mm-mm. And then uh, I remember at one point my dad told me almost like half the people quit. It ended up being forty five percent of the field dropped. And he's like. He's like, are you thinking about it? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, well, I want to. I was like, I definitely wanna, and I know my body wants to. And I was like, but I can't listen to either of them. Mm. And I was just like, I gotta go to work, and that's all I did. <laughs> Crazy, bro. And I just gotta go to work, man. And uh, ultimately, I I ended up feeling a lot better. But uh, you know, you're up for that long on your feet. Everything fucking hurts, man. Yeah, you're just exhausted and uh. <coughs> We hit a hundred miles. Why well, I hit a hundred miles and Jake's like, You hit a hundred yet? And I was like, Uh ah. I was like, Yep, just hit a hundred. He's like, Fuck yeah, man, congrats. We dapped up, hugged, and he's like, All right. We still had five miles yet till the finish. <laughs> <laughs> and we weren't even mad too. We were just laughing. Yeah. We were like, Oh yeah. we're like, What the fuck? You're already this far in. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Freaking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, during the nighttime, like when it was uh the fourth your fourth lap. My yeah, first, the first lap when I when I was with you, the uh, when it started like really downpour and at, like the first like I don't know ten miles really weren't horrible. Like I, I don't know about you, I wasn't that cold yet. But mm. then but then you know at the end like st- it started really getting fucking cold because we didn't we were just soaked. There was yeah like nothing was keeping us dry. We were completely soaked. Our feet were just heavy cinder blocks. It was all muddy and just horrible. You couldn't see a thing like 10 feet in front of you no not at all it was just downpour rain and darkness <laughs> and just like a little bit of trail that you could see yeah you had no idea what was going in front uh-uh. and you know like i said we, we would 10 15 minutes not say anything and all of a sudden be like drew fuck this what are we doing out here <laughs> he's like yeah dude what the fuck are we doing out here man like, this is so stupid and then we'd just be silent for 10 15 minutes and then be like drew why are we out here <laughs> <laughs> like, like, give me a fucking answer he's like i don't know <laughs> Just fucking yelling. Why are we still doing it? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, even for me, that shit was hard. That was really hard. That was harder than the 50K we did. For me. Shit. Yeah, for me. Yeah, bro. It's one of those things. It it really was sneaky hard. <laughs> it was. Like. That's their logo, about, like their their slogan. Yeah. It's sneaky hard. Like Just, just talking about it, it doesn't do it. It doesn't do it. Ju- yeah, it doesn't do it justice, dude. Yo. It fuck Like. I. Like, you can't even explain. It wasn't one thing that just made it hard, dude. Like, especially because the fucking rain and everything. But, 
the terrain, the, the, and like he said, like there just be a, there's a little sliver of fucking trail. Like it's not even wide enough where you can run like side by side on it yeah. next to each other. It's either gotta be one in, or the other in front. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking ate shit at the. <laughs> the whole time we were like, he was like I'm waiting to like really fly like he would trip and like catch himself but we were waiting for him to like really eat shit and I'm in front of him and all of a sudden I just hear this fucking <laughs> I look back dude he is face planted fucking just sprawled, sprawled out. out on his face I'm yeah, like, buddy. Oh, dude that was a good one <laughs> that was hilarious oh, it was a good one dude <laughs> uh, dude in my fucking um Oh, dude, and I kept, I kept banging my right big toe off of rocks and roots, <laughs> dude. And he had a tally too. He'd be like, "Well, that was number six. Yeah. And then he'd do it again. Oh, number seven. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, "Ah, number eight. God damn it, dude!" I was one hundred percent convinced my right big toe was gonna like fall off after the race, dude. I hit that thing so many fucking times, bro. <laughs> I know. And I don't know how my toenail is still on that toe, dude. It's like it's not even dead. It stayed intact. But dude, yeah, man, that fucking hurt, bro. Man, did it fuck? Oh my god. Yeah, I think in total it ended up being like eighteen times I hit it. <laughs> you counted? Yeah, yeah, you did. It, it was like you the high. Count. Yeah, it was like the high teens. <laughs> I'm like, oh, there it is, number seven. <laughs> so, do you have any breakthroughs? Anything that you learned? Um, yeah, actually, I really did, and it uh, it didn't come until after I got home. And fell asleep for 12 hours. And I woke up. And it finally hit me. Like, you know, I was fine. I felt like I was... I just got off like a fucking bender. That's how I felt. <laughs> like, I I, like, I just woke up and I was like... I was like, yo, I did that. And I went back in my garment thing. I was like looking at all the stats. It was like, it was like you know, 175,000 steps. I took like 15,000 calories burned. I'm just looking all of it. I'm like, fuck yeah, man. I'm like, all right. All right. Like, I just kind of sat there for a minute, and I was like, I was like, I am that motherfucker. I was like, I'm exactly who the fuck I thought I was. Mm. Talking about it, fucking getting up every day, doing my daily training, not saying a fucking peep, whatever, going about my day, and I'm exactly who the fuck I thought I was, dude. And I would put myself up against any motherfucker. I don't give a fuck who it is, dude, or how out of reach it seems. I am exactly who I say I am, and that just got solidified at, at that race. Mm. Did it take me longer than expected? Yep, definitely did. But the amount of fucking curveballs that I got thrown that I just didn't even give a fuck about showed me right there. I was like, yep, I know I'm that guy. I am, and I'll never waver from that ever again. Mm. Because going in, I was like, this is the ultimate test, dude, and you know, once I realized I was going to miss my, my goal time miserably, I just sacked it up, and I was like, so what, dude? This is a lot harder than you thought it was going to be, too. No one no one here fucking cares. Yeah. Like, these people are here to support you. Like, you got to show up for these people, too. Mm-hmm. These people are staying up. You think they're not fucking tired? Yeah. I'm fucking, both my mom, my I mean, uh, both my parents, my step-parents, Jake, Rachel, Rachel's mom, like, like they're all here for you, bro. You can't let them down either. Mm-hmm. And that's I use that as a lot of motivation too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, that was my biggest breakthrough. That thing just shut off. That was my biggest breakthrough. I was just pretty much I'm exactly who the fuck I think I am. And there's no better feeling than that. 
you know, and I'm just going to continue to fucking put my best foot forward, and I'm going to really live on that, too. I'll go up against any motherfucker any day of the week. You know me, dude. Don't matter. I'll pick myself 10 out of 10 times. That's just that's just really to the point I've gotten. And I'm only going to get better. I know I'm not going to regress. So does it sound cocky? Maybe, but it's the fucking truth. And I'll always choose myself. So that was that was really the biggest thing I, I took away from it. Because I know, um, I think even, even if this was two or three years ago, or if this was anybody else that was in my situation on that day, 100% they would have quit. And myself from a couple years ago, 100% would have quit too. But I wasn't the person I am now. Mm. And <sighs> it's only, it's only going to better me. Yeah. That's all it did. It, it only made me better. Um, so, yeah, that, that was definitely that was the biggest part. I, uh, definitely proud of that one. <coughs> definitely real proud of that one. And I'm proud of you, bro. Yeah, absolutely. That was amazing to watch, just being there, too. That was just uh, one of the best experiences. It wasn't Fuck my race, you, but it was just one of the best. Fuck mm-hmm. it, dude. And I appreciate you being out there for 42 miles in that fucking... Shit storm that I threw you into, <laughs> dude. Fort, have it known, me and Jake when we run together, we only set PRs now, because that's what we do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. But I also want to put out there on record, forty-two miles in the shitty conditions. Not one time did he fucking complain. Not one time did he say anything about how tired he was. Mm-hmm. This hurts. That hurts. He kept asking about me. Yeah. Whereas like. I'm, I understand I'm the one that ran the full race, but I'm like, I'm like, bro, like, you're out here too. Mm. Like, you're just as cold as I am. Yeah. You know, you're getting the same amount of, you're getting rained on just as much as me. You're going through the same fucking terrain, all this shit. Not one complaint. Not one, dude. It's a rock star mm. friend right there. Those 100%. are, you need people like that by your side. They're the ones that are f- going to fucking carry you. Yep. They're the ones that make it worth it too. Mm. You need a motherfucker like that. Yeah. Fucking helps a lot, dude. Fuck yeah. You're gonna make me cry on you, man. <laughs> it's all good, fuck? dude. God, dude, I appreciate it, it, the fuck out of you, man. It's the fucking truth. Yeah, man. Let's um, fucking sign it off. Uh, stay tuned, dude. Yeah, there's so many things we could talk about, too, man. There's so many deep conversations we can have. Yeah, but they're just gonna have to wait. Yeah. <laughs> Till next time. All right, love you, boys. Proud of you guys. Yes, sir. Yes.